Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom night, people of God. Shalom night. Please, I believe you're all doing well. God bless you, my son, the royal prince. God bless you and increase you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, sister, as well, I God bless you. My son, just God bless you. God bless you. Give everybody is fine. 
Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. I thank God for your lives. I have a special grace of God myself. Hallelujah. All right, the Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. There is a crossover prophetic prayer night, and I believe by the special grace of God, the Lord is about to usher us even into a new man. Hallelujah. And it's going to be a new moment of glory in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. This is a season of ushering where the Lord will usher us into the new man. Now, you see, biblically, who leads you into something new matters. You know, anytime you are about to be led into something, it means you are also being led out of something. I hope you get that. Before you can be led into something, have to first be led out of something. And that is why you need to first understand the out of before you now come to the point of understanding the into. Because there is always what will happen in the month you are about to move out of. And also what will happen in the month you are about to move into. And I've shared a lot of understanding on years, months, days, weeks. So I don't have the luxury of time to explain all of these things again. Hallelujah. I want to enter straight into prayer. I want to enter straight into prayer. But the Bible said in the book of Hosea, chapter 12, verse 13. The book of Hosea, chapter 12, verse 13. The Bible said, and by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet was he preserved. When you read the NIV, when you read the New Living Translation, the NLT, it says, Then by a prophet, the Lord brought Jacob's descendants out of Egypt. And by that prophet, they were protected. By a prophet, the Lord brought Jacob's descendants out of Egypt, and by that prophet, they were preserved. Now, this is to let you understand that anytime there is a moment of transition, you need to take note that there is a prophetic activation. Are you following? Anytime there must be a transition, there must also be an activation of the prophetic. Are you following? Thank you, Holy Ghost. It is because the prophetic mandate actually carries the grace 
now you see the out of that I made mention of can actually mean the immediate past or let me say your past and the into speaks of the future that has been set ahead of you and even including your present are you following so you need to understand that the prophetic unction the prophetic mandate has the inbuilt ability to go into your past and rectify certain mistakes that would have tempered with the destiny God has given to you. At the same time, that same prophetic mandate can go into your future. The future you have not yet entered, that prophetic mandate can enter into that future and make every crooked path straight. This is the reason why sometimes there, are, there, there might be problems that certain people are suffering from that by the prophetic mandate, God can take the prophet to the years back to actually decode the reason why that problem has come upon the person. And God can also go into the future of the person to tell that person what he has purposed for that person's life. This is what we call the prophetic. And that is the reason why anytime a man is about to move from one dimension to a new dimension, there must be an activation of the prophetic. That is because the prophetic mandate has the ability to move a man from where he is to where he is supposed to be. And I prophesy that tonight, by reason of the prophetic unction, some of you are moving from where you are to where you are supposed to be in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I said you are moving from where you are to where you are supposed to be in the name of the Lord Jesus. You want to lift up your voice in prayer. You want to lift up your voice in prayer. Now listen. The month of January is a blessed man and many of you many of you did not see that with God purposed concerning your lives in the month of January but hear me it is not over until God says it is and within these few minutes May the hand of the Lord release a certain fulfilling testimony in your life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May the hand of the Lord, ah, may the hand of the Lord release a miraculous testimony into your hands right now in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Now listen. The word of the Lord said, God, when he was moving the children of Israel from Egypt to the promised land, they did not go empty-handed. God caused them to carry the gold, the silver, the precious stones that were in Egypt 
to the promised land. Listen to me. You are not leaving January empty-handed. There is something precious in the month of January that your February will need in order to be fulfilled. The word of the Lord said, God made them to carry the gold, the silver, and all those precious stones. They did not really know what they were going to use it for. But while they were in the wilderness, God appeared to Moses and carried the spirit of Moses into the heavens. And God showed him a temple in heaven. And the Lord said, when you come back to the Go and tell your people that they should bring out their gold because you are using that gold to build a temple unto me in that wilderness. So you see, even the riches that God would give to you is for a glorious specific purpose. If you do not understand these things, you will miss a lot of things. That is why it is not good, it is evil for you to from one month to a different month without carrying what God has purpose for you. Are you listening to me? Because there is something in the month of February that will need something in the month of January to build upon. Don't forget that. This month of February we are entering will need something in January before it can come to fulfillment now anything that comes first in biblical understanding becomes a foundation anything that comes first becomes the foundation on which the subsequent ones will be built upon so genuine actually becomes the foundation on which February is built upon this is why if your January was not according to the plan of God, then we need to fire prayer else. Something negative will spring out of this January that will try to affect your February. Are you listening to me? This is what many people don't know. And that is why they just enter into every new man just like that. And when they do that, they don't experience anything. It is because they have failed to understand that once a foundation is laid negatively, there is no way. You see, the reason why many of us are struggling when it comes to marital glory is because a certain evil foundation that is regarding marriage has been laid in our mother's house. So in your mother's house, they said no woman marries. Now you have come into the family and you want to marry. But you do not know that a certain foundation has been laid. And all these foundations were laid through people who came into your family before you. So anything that comes before another becomes the foundation on which the new thing is built upon. I don't know what happened in January that was against your destiny. I don't know what the devil did in January that was against your family. And I don't know if he wants to use that as a foundation, even to build something negative in this month of February against your life. I stand by the power of the Holy Ghost. The Bible said by a prophet, the Lord God led the children of Israel out of Egypt and by a prophet, they were protected because as you are moving from January even to February, you will need a particular protection.
person that is from the hand of God and God works these things by the prophetic I prophesy in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus whatever they planted against your destiny in January that is trying to find its way into the new month of February against your destiny I am rooted by fire in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus this is your prayer my Lord and my God as I lift up my voice and clap my hands in prayer mighty God any evil thing that happened in this month of January and wants to follow me into the month of February what are you waiting for by the rod of the prophetic be aborted in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus lift up your voice and fire prayer now cancel every negativity that came against you in January that want to find its way into your month of February in the mighty name of Jesus by the rod of the prophetic let it be aborted in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus you can call in and join us in prayer right now Shapalakapate, Vilos Maracatale, Ayapata Capan Pilicate, Velia Tabasa, Ipata the Capada, Sele Capan Bilohanata, Shata Capan Telecapai, Rapayala Lamata, Iapate Salacapo, Ipante Kepelu Verela, Sele Kete Pelecapelata, Fire Prayer right now. Mighty God, Pele 
anointing on the heads of people. There are some of you, you will literally feel an anointing coming on your head. You will feel an anointing coming on your head. Some of you, your palm, you will see oil in your palm. All of a sudden, you will see oil in your palm right now. Something is happening right now. I see a release of angels. In this new month, you are walking glory. In this new month, you are walking the power of the Most High. In this new month, whatever the Lord has said concerning your life will be established. Angula Capelas, Reketelo, in the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Now listen. We are lifting our second prayer. The Bible said in the book of 2 Timothy. The Bible said in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 8. The Bible said there were certain people who were known as Jamis and Jamaris. These people opposed Moses. What God told Moses that go and tell Pharaoh that let my people go. So God had made a declaration that the children of Israel should leave the place of slavery even to the promised land. But God told Moses, when you go, Pharaoh will resist. He will say he will never allow you people to and when he does that, I am giving you this road. Listen to there is always a certain road that must move you from where you are to where you are supposed to be. It is called the road of the prophetic. It is called the road of the prophetic. It is the staff of the Lord. Is that thy rod and thy staff? They comfort me. May the Lord lead you to your promised land in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Now listen, when Moses entered into the palace of Egypt and he placed his rod on the floor, the Bible said it turned into a snake. But all of a sudden, somewhere, somehow, there were two magicians even on the land of Egypt by name Janus and Jambres. The Bible said they also placed their rods and their rods also turned to snakes. They withstood Moses. They said we will never allow you to lead the people to where God had ordained them. But blessed be the Lord. The Bible said, but the rod of Moses that turned into a snake began to swallow the snakes that came out of the rod of Janus and Jambres. The Lord is telling you this. It doesn't matter what the opposition will be. Definitely by the rod of the prophetic, you will get to where God has destined for you in the mighty name of Jesus. You want to live this prayer for two minutes. You are telling God, my Lord and my God, any opposition against my destiny trying to prevent me from receiving the glory, from receiving the beauty that you have prepared for me in the month of February. What are you waiting for? In the name of the Lord Jesus, lift up your voice. Fire prayer now. 
Jesus. You are commanding the month of February. Hey, month of February. Hear the word of the Lord. Concerning my life, you bring forth good tidings to my destiny and my family. You bring good tidings to my family and myself. If there is any bad news in you concerning my life, month of February, hear the word of the Lord. Jesus. 
Jesus. Oh, 
grace of God, by the anointing of the Spirit, and by angelic assistance, I hereby declare the month of February as a month of intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. It is a month of intimacy with the Holy Spirit. My God. My God. The Lord is going to help us. This month, amazing things will be better out. For the Lord will grant us grace 
to conceive. Anytime there is intimacy, there is conception. That is why it is a beautiful man for, especially physically, the women who are believing God for the fruit of the womb. I'm telling you. And those of you who are believing God to conceive greater destinies, get ready. Get ready. God is about to do in a unique way. This man, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Let me quickly pass this message across. Now, please. On the 20th of this month, to the 31st of March, we are engaging in a 40-day fast. Amen. On the 20th of this month, to the 31st of March, we are engaging in a 40-day fast. Hallelujah. And this fasting is so intense. And what we are going to do is that some of my sons and daughters will, will get some of the days to minister. Hallelujah. It's, it's going to be amazing, I'm telling you. Can you all hear me, please? Good. So, get ready. Hallelujah. Good. Some of my sons and daughters, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll put them on the bill and they are going to minister to us, lead us in the word of God, in prayer, and in whatever the Lord has for his people. Hallelujah. So get ready. Get ready. It's going to be an amazing experience, even in the presence of the Lord. And listen, let me see it and see it again. Whether you like it or yes, this this. This fasting, you will fast. Are, are you listening to me? If you intentionally miss any of, of the days, what you will see, you, you don't... Yeah, yeah, you. Amen. I told you this year, it is a year of supernatural expansion. We are expanding in everything. Are you listening to me? And because we are expanding, we need to build capacity. And one of the areas that we need to build capacity in is the area of fasting. Are you listening to me? That some of you be any any small chance that somebody seductively moves around you, no, you, you fall. A young man, a young woman. You can't control your desires. Something small, bah, you fall to the ground. Huh? And we are helping you. Let me tell you, one of the easiest ways, listen to me, to deal with the flesh is fasting. And it is not the kind of fasting that you focus on food. Like the way some of you do. Listen to me. Anybody that gives you a direction to control the spirit of lust and does not add fasting doesn't know how things work in the spirit. 
I'm telling you. Because the spirit of lust thrives on food. I'm telling you the truth. And that is the reason why if you want to overcome certain things in your life, sometimes you just need to check some of the meals you eat. And you just make up your mind you will not eat these kind of meals again. You will see that the appetite that you used to have for certain things will start going down. Are you following? And I've been telling you, I'm not here to collapse anybody's business. But for the sake of your spiritual growth and for the sake of your overcoming grace over the flesh, you need to be careful with Coca-Cola. I said I'm not destroying anybody's business. Are you listening to me? Any food that is very addictive, be very careful. It will destroy your spiritual senses. And you will become so carnal and natural. Okay, in the US and in some parts, they say soda, soda. Some of you don't even know. You don't know that when we talk of Coca-Cola, the cola that is, when you hear cola, that cola alone is very, very bitter. Huh? The cola that they use to prepare Coca-Cola is very bitter. But why are you tasting it and it's so sweet? When you check Coca-Cola, it has about 26 spoons of sugar. 26 spoons of sugar in one bottle. They did that so that it, it will cover the bitterness of the cola that is in it. And you don't know, you are just drinking, drinking, drinking. Very addictive if you are not careful. And let me tell you the truth. What I've discovered, according to my spiritual research, people that are addicted to Coca-Cola, these are people who have issues with lust. Most of them have issues with lust. I'm telling you, if you, if you love sugar plenty, you, you, you battle with a lot of lustful desires. Are you listening to me? That is why some of you don't even know the reason why you cannot control yourself when it comes to some of these things. When you look at a lady, you want to turn your neck like a compass and look at her again and again and again. Hallelujah. Now listen, this month I'm going to teach you the hard way. Amen. I'm going to teach you a certain hard way to follow God. 
And listen, whether you like it or yes, you will follow. Second Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14. 2 Corinthians chapter 13. Bible says, May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Now, those of you who joined us for the Eagles Conference in Accra, I gave a little um, understanding on this scripture. And I made all of us to understand that. You see, this one actually is speaking of the Godhead. So you see, when you look at this, just this scripture, you are finding God the Father, the Son, and the Spirit in one verse. And the Bible is explaining the assignments that each of them is fulfilling. I love the message version. The message says, The amazing grace of the Master Jesus Christ, the extravagant love of God, the intimate friendship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. My goodness. The intimate friendship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. So you see, when man fell, and God wanted to redeem man from his fallen state. God sat down in himself and he stretched himself into three dimensions. And these three dimensions, he called one part the Father, he called another part the Word, and he called another part the Spirit. Then they began to have conversation amongst themselves. Now, that conversation that they began to have among themselves was, is called the Council of the Godhead. The Council of the Godhead. Now, they spoke and said, we are now going to create a certain being called man. He will fall. But in his fallen state, we have to bring him back so that is what we are going to do. I, the Father, because the being called man we are going to create will be the one that has the highest glory in all creation apart from us. All things will be in the man's hand. When that man sins and falls, everything will also fall. So until we raise that man who has fallen, everything will not rise again. 
Therefore, when that man sins and falls, all things will fall with him. But then, we are now planning so that when that man falls, we will find ways and means to bring him back. And now, this is the way we are going to create so that we we'll get the man that is yet to fall. So even before God made man, he knew that man would definitely fall. And God drew that plan on how to redeem man from his falling state. And he said, because man will fall and all other things will also fall, what we are going to do now is that I, the father, I will commence the whole process. I will be the one that will begin the whole process. And I'll begin it by loving the well, which is man and that which I have created with him. And because I will love the world, there is no love that does not give. So once I love the world, I will be compelled by that love to give my only begotten son. Now, as at that time, Jesus Christ was not called the son. He was the word. It was then that they asked, so now who is the son? Then the father looked at the word and said, you, the word, you will go to the earth. And once you word, you become flesh, you will be called the son. So now, the word understood that, okay, when the father lost the world, he will send me to the world. And when I go to the world, I will become a word that has become flesh. And that is, my name is going to be the son. So the son of God actually means the word of God that has become flesh. And when that happens, those that have fallen that will receive me, they will receive me and I have something for them. It is called salvation. But that salvation cannot be given to them unless they receive grace. So the father loved the world and he sent me. When he sent me the word, which became the son, those who receive me have received grace because I give grace to them. Are you following? So the work of the father is that he started the whole redemptive process of man with loving the world. So the father loved the world and the moment he loved, he gave his son. And when the son also came, he brought salvation. He was the embodiment of grace. So receiving the father's love is called grace. Are you following? And that grace is what brings salvation. So the Bible said in the book of Titus, that the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men. In the book of Titus chapter 2 verse 11, the grace of God that bringeth salvation. Now we all know that salvation, the name salvation actually, when you check the Hebrew word, it is the word Yeshua, which means Jesus that we know. So Jesus actually is the embodiment of grace. When we receive the love of the Father, it is called grace. Then, 
when Jesus now saves you, what he does is that he gives you his spirit. Are you following? So the whole work started with the father. He commenced the whole work by loving the world. That when he loved us, he gave us Jesus. And we receiving that Jesus means we are receiving God's grace. And after that, what is happening now is that we are also receiving the Holy Spirit that Jesus is giving to us. So the love of the Father, no human being had a role to play in that. But in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, all you need to do is to receive. And that reception is what we call faith. So, when it comes to the love of the Father, there is no part of any man in it. But when it comes to the grace of God, those that will receive are those that will benefit. And that is where faith comes in. So once you receive the Lord Jesus Christ, His amazing grace has worked for you. That is why the Bible said, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God. But then when it came to the Spirit, He said, the intimate friendship the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Now, this Holy Spirit that God has released, it is not only by faith. You would need a fellowship. That word fellowship is the word koinonia, which means partnership. You would have to partner with the Holy Ghost. To execute his work. Without partnership, the Holy Ghost is in you in vain. Because the Holy Ghost becomes powerful in your life when you partner with him. There are glorious things in the Holy Ghost that his mission is to fulfill in your life. But if you don't partner with him, it will be useless. It will be useless. That is why people can have the Holy Ghost and speak in tongues and still suffer. Go through some unnecessary sufferings. So there was a certain song that said, Oh, what peace we often forfeit. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. And when it comes to prayer, you have to understand. See, so needless pains, exactly needless pains. Yeah, will be a win here. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. When it comes to prayer, the Bible says we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit Himself maketh intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. So even when it comes to prayer, it is the work of the Spirit. But if you don't partner with the Spirit, problems will come. That is why, even when the apostles were in the upper room, 
and the Holy Ghost came upon them. When he even came to speaking in tongues, the Bible said, and they began to speak in tongues as the Holy Ghost gave them the utterance. It is not the Holy Ghost that began to speak. The disciples began to speak. If you don't align with the Holy Ghost, you will live a miserable life on earth whilst the Holy Ghost is in you. So Smith Wigglesworth said, it is better for me to have the Holy Ghost on me for five minutes than to have a million dollars. It is better for me to have the Holy Ghost on me for five minutes. You see, some the one you listen to some of the quotes of these great generals, they have certain understanding that we do not even know. What? Right now, ah, many of you will choose one million dollars now. You will choose and leave the Holy Ghost. Because you don't have a certain understanding. What did these, these people see about the Holy Ghost? Ah. Listen to me, child of God. I told you, when a woman is pregnant, there is something called the umbilical cord that connects the woman to the child. That is the fetus in her womb. Now, that umbilical cord is what transfers food, water, oxygen, and everything to the child. It is through that same umbilical cord that when the child, you know, there is anything inside the child that is not needed, it will pass through and enter into the woman so that the woman will excrete it. So that umbilical cord is the actual source of life that the child is having because at that present moment, the child is taking his or her life from the mother. And it is the umbilical cord that makes this possible. The very moment that umbilical cord is cut off, whilst the child is still in the womb, the child will die because there will be no source of life. Even if there is life, that which is connecting the child to the life has been disconnected. This is it. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the life. But the Holy Ghost is known as the spirit of life. If there is no Holy Ghost, you cannot experience life. No way. So the Holy Ghost is the umbilical cord that connects you to the mother. Now hear me, child of God. Lord is telling us, as for the Father, He has already loved us. As for the Son, 
He has already given us grace to be saved. But now, it is left with the work of the Spirit. That one is what needs partnership. So if you do not partner with Him, you will not see His workings. And how do you partner with the Holy Ghost? That is what this whole month is all about. Called the intimacy with the Holy Spirit. How to connect with the Holy Spirit. Are you listening to me? Connecting with the Holy Ghost. And as we journey through the month, I'm going to give you some few keys and principles. Are you listening to me? In fact, the truth of the matter is this. I cannot teach you how to fellowship with the Holy Ghost. I cannot. The only thing I can do is to give you some few principles on how to go about things. Then the rest will be between you and the Holy Ghost. Are you following? Now, biblically, when you when you begin to read some few things about the workings of the Lord Jesus, the Father, and the Holy Ghost, according to the Jewish tradition of marriage, you know, biblically, the Bible even calls with the church the bride of Jesus Christ, the bride of Jesus, the bride of Jesus. Who is a bride? And what at all is the difference between a bride and a wife? When we begin to look at the journey that we are journeying in our Christian work, you would understand that first we have, we have been saved. And when we got saved, we are all children of God because God gave us the power to become the sons. did not give you power now that you have turned to a son. No. That's what you need to understand. Amen. The Bible said, and as many as received him, to them gave he power to become. To become. So we are becoming. Now, that sonship, the Bible calls it the adoption of sons. It is the point where, you know, when Jesus was in the mother's womb and he came out of the womb of Mary, he was known as the only begotten son of God. Is that not so? But when Jesus resurrected from the tomb, and was about to be taken to the heavens. Was known as the firstborn. Now there is a difference between the only begotten and the firstborn. They are not the same. The only begotten means he's the only son. But the firstborn actually means that now there are other sons, and he's the first. So from the womb. 
Jesus was the only begotten. But from the tomb, he was the firstborn. Now, because he is the firstborn, all the other sons have been given a certain mission to become like him. So even though by birth and by position, we are all the sons of God, but by experience, we have not gotten to the state of our, our brother, the firstborn. Are you following? That is what the Bible said. A time will come, as he is, so shall we also be. He will appear, and when he appears, we will look at him and look at ourselves, and there will be no difference. That is the period where we have come to the place of sonship. It is called the maturity. This is what Paul actually spoke about in the book of Ephesians, chapter 4. Even verse 11 downs, that when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gift unto men. To some he gave apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and some teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry. Till we all come to the unity of the faith and to the knowledge of the Son of God. Are you following? So we all come into the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man. Unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Hear me? There is a man called a perfect man. Now that man is Christ. Right now as he is seated on the throne, on the right hand of the Father, he is the perfect man. Now we are all coming to look like him. That is our journey. Our journey is for all of us to become a perfect man. That perfect man is also known as the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Now, the moment we attain that position, we are actually no more called sons. We get a different name. It is called the bride. So the bride of the Lord Jesus Christ actually speaks of the one who has come to the place of total maturity. Right now as I'm talking to you, even though we have been betrothed to Jesus, but we are not can I say this? Even though we have been betrothed to Jesus Christ, but we are like a fiancé, And because we are like a fancy, anything can happen. That is why somebody can be saved today. But two years later, the person will join an occultic group because of money and he will denounce Christ and not be saved again. Meanwhile, he was saved two years ago. Are you listening to me? But we come to a certain point where we have attained the fullness of Christ, become the total bride. So now that is what is happening right now. According to the Jewish setting of marriage, 
whenever a son of a father sees a woman that he wants to marry, he doesn't even talk to the woman first. He go to his father and say, Daddy, I saw a certain woman in Openiquidu's house, and I think I would want her to be my wife. The moment the son tells the father that, the father will say, okay, stay here. Let me go to Openiquidu's house and see. Now, the father of the son will now go to Openiquidu's house and say, Openi, my son saw your daughter and he wants to marry your daughter. Then, the father of the daughter will now discuss matters with the father of the man or the young man who wants to marry the daughter. And after they have discussed things, what happens is that the father will come back to where the son is and say, son, when I went to that man's house, I've spoken with the man. And now everything has been settled in the way that the lady has been betrothed to you. Are you following? But then, as of the actual time that the wedding is supposed to happen, even the son is not away. Because he was not the one that went to the lady's family. But there is one thing that the son also does. Because this lady has never seen the son before, she does not even know who the type of man that they said she should go and marry. What happens is that the son will talk to the father and say, Father, this woman I want to marry does not know me. She has never seen me before. So how can she just decide to marry me all of a sudden? I have a friend with me. Let that friend go to that lady and teach the lady everything about me so that she will know me properly. That when the time of preparation is due and the time of marriage is also due, she will actually know the man that she is about to marry. Then the father will say, okay. Then they will send the friend of the groom to the bride. So the responsibility of the groom's friend in the life of that bride is that the, the friend of the groom will now become friends with the bride. And through that friendship, the friend of the groom will teach the bride everything she needs to know. So that when the woman now knows everything about the son she is yet to marry, the friend of the groom will, will understand. Fine. Right now, that you know everything. We need to now call on the son. And the calling of the son to come and marry the bride is actually what we call Maranatha. What does he mean? So Jesus Christ has seen us the church. And he spoke to the Father. And they discussed everything. What happened was that we were locked up in the hands of the enemy. 
Now he came to redeem us from the hands of the enemy. After the redemption, he is now marking us. But we do not know him. So what is happening is that he said, I will go and talk to my father so that he will send you another comforter. Now that comforter is the friend of Jesus. That is the Holy Ghost. And Jesus said, when the Holy Spirit of truth comes, he will not say anything about himself. He will tell you everything about me. He said, I have a lot of things to tell you, but I cannot tell you. Because based on principles, I cannot be with you for long because it is good for you that I go. But when I go, I will talk to my father. So he will send my friend to you. When my friend comes, he will teach you into everything about me. Now, so there must be a certain friendship between the spirit who is the friend of the groom, Jesus Christ, and us. Are you following? This friendship is actually what we call intimacy with the Holy Spirit. If there is no friendship, we can never know the man we are going to marry, the Lord Jesus. There is no way we will know him. He is the spirit of truth. He is the spirit of life. You follow me? Now, after we have engaged in that intimate friendship with the Holy Ghost, now we know everything about Christ which is we have now come to the fullness what will happen is seen in the book of Revelation chapter 22 17 Bible says now the spirit and the bride say come the Holy Ghost and we the bride we will say come who are we calling we are calling Jesus and that is Maranatha So I can boldly tell you the reason why Jesus has not come is because there is no intimate friendship between the church and the spirit. Because of that, we do not know anything about him. And Jesus Christ does not even know. The only time Jesus will know he's ready for marriage is when we and the spirit have one voice and we call upon him. That is why he said, let him that has an ear hear what the spirit is saying to the churches. I want to tell you a certain truth. The Holy Ghost has one mission. To tune us and make us carry the same voice that he's carrying. Hallelujah. And when this is achieved, that is when the Lord Jesus will Amen.
people of God, we have a long way to go. They did not teach us these things. Do some of you think the Holy Ghost is a wind that blows in a prophetic meeting for people to fall down? Some of you think the Holy Ghost is a certain a certain oil that is in a bottle. Some of you think the Holy Ghost is a certain fire that is burning in somebody's mutia. Hey! We call him oil. He's not oil. We call him a bird. He's not a bird. We call him wind. He's not wind. We call him fire. He's not fire. He's the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of the Living God. For His glory. He's the Holy Ghost, scepter of the King of Kings. He's the Holy Ghost, seal of the age to come. He's changing everything. Tonight, swallow your pride. Tonight, come to the school of the Spirit. Don't you know, in His hands are the keys to eternal life. It's a little here, a little there, and then your day will dawn. He's at work in you, changing everything. In obedience to us. We are. People of God. This man, we are going to understand who the Holy Ghost is. And we are going to know our place of fellowship in him. This is koinonia, partnership. We mix with him. To a point where there is no difference between the spirit and us. That is when we will all will have one voice and say to the Lord, Come. It is so beautiful sometimes when you want to say something and somebody close to you is also about to say the same thing. All of a sudden, both of you will voice out that particular thing. It means you are all having one voice. It is what the Lord is bringing us to. We are going to understand the workings of the Holy Spirit. We will know His work and we will know also what we need to do in order to receive from Him. The Lord will help us and grant us divine grace. Mighty Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, the Lord bless you. Give Jesus. I think I saw a certain Cecilia here. I don't know if that person is here. I want to pray for you quickly. I think I saw a certain Cecilia. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank 
person here? Alright, if the person is not here, let me let me move on to somebody else. There is somebody here I'm seeing Kingsley. I want to pray for you, Kingsley. I want to pray for you. The Lord said, I should tell you, a certain door that should have opened for you has been locked for a long time, but it's about to show you great favor and mercy and open that door to you. I looked in the realm of the spirit and I saw, I saw plenty documents. And as I'm looking at these documents, I'm seeing that they are UK documents. Documents that you are you have, you have gathered together to travel to the UK, and the spirit of the Lord is ministering to me that that door has been locked for a long time, and because of that, it looks like things are not working the way you want things to go. But I'm praying for you. God is about to show you great favor and mercy, and whatever He has planned and purpose for your life will surely come to pass. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I saw in the realm of the spirit. I have entered a certain house. When I entered the house, I'm looking at a woman. The woman is sitting on a bed. The woman has, she has cut her hair. She has cut her hair. And I'm seeing some gray hair in the woman's hair. I don't know, but this woman looks to me in my vision like a mother figure to you. And the spirit of the Lord is with your mother. We need to pray for your mother. Because when I entered that room, I saw that the woman was lying on the bed and I saw that her left side could not respond to anything. And the Spirit of the Lord ministered to me that they want to release a certain attack of stroke against your mother. But the Lord told me that tonight, as you stand on the premise, she has stroke. When did that happen? When did that happen? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Twelve years. What? release a certain prayer for your mother. Uh, Do you have some of the balm of Gilead? Oh, please try and get some, okay? You just get any normal share butter. Hmm? Get any normal share butter and join us this afternoon. I'm going to pray over it for you and I will show you what to do for your mother. Your mother will not die. How can someone suffer for 12 years? Abba!
She will not die. She will not die. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In Rotononi, Niamanadons, you have lost a lot of money. The money you have lost, even on this one, Koano, could have used that money to build houses. There, were, there was a moment that the door opened. The Lord is showing me these things because your traveling door has been locked because of your mother's sickness. And sometimes, when that door is about to open and you look at the money involved, and you look at your mother and the way she's struggling and she would also need money, you would have to just stay back. But the Spirit of the Lord is ministering to me. It is about to show you great favor and mercy. I'm looking at your passport right now that is part of those documents I'm seeing. And I saw that inside the passport, they've written something like Kingsley Ajima. And I saw three years UK visa, three years UK visa, even in that passport. The spirit of the Lord is telling me to tell you, get ready, you are Kingsley Ajima. That door has opened unto you. And you will see the faithfulness of God this year in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The Lord said, you are not the only one that will even go. I saw in the spirit realm that when you were traveling, some people went to escort you. But I saw that four months later, one of the people that escorted you even to, for you to travel also got the same UK opportunity to travel. And I heard a name like Esther. The Spirit of the Lord is ministering to me to tell you that His favor is coming upon your life and upon your entire family. Anything that the enemy plotted, even to bring tears, she's your sister. May the favor of the Lord locate you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May the hand of the Lord touch your mother right now. We curse every bad news in Jesus' precious mighty name. I call it that. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Apostle John Aduma, I'm praying for you. The Lord is ministering to me to tell you. His mighty hand is coming upon you. And I see that there is a grace that is coming on. I'm, I'm walking with the angel of the Lord. We have entered into a classroom right now. We when we entered oil. into that classroom, I saw in the spirit we realm call him oil. that you he were teaching, oil. you were holding we call him a something like a marker, and you were teaching. We call him the Lord is ministering to me. This same fire. teaching thing that you used to do, I saw He's in the spirit realm that the Lord is turning it actually into a teaching grace, even in his word. And the Lord said, his favor will be upon you greatly. And whatever he has planned and purposed for your destiny will surely be made manifest in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Receive the light and the illumination of God in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I call it Thank you. Tonight, swallow your pride. Tonight, come to the school of the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Don't you know in his hands are the keys to eternal life? It's a little here, a little there, and then your day will.
He's the Holy Ghost. Thank you. Chapter of the King of Kings. That's it. Get ready. There is a new face of the prophetic work that God is about to open on you. He's changing everything. Just get ready. There's a new face. I release the fire of the Holy Ghost in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Tonight. And of the Lord, lift you to the realm that he has ordained you to In his hands are the keys to eternal life. It's a little here, a little there. Anybody here believing God for documentations, permanent residence, or anything in any country, I want to pray for you. Your season of favor is now. Congratulations. It will surely be perfected in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May the Lord perfect your documentation in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. This man, somebody will receive a green card. I saw three women receiving green card this man. Three women, three women in the United States of America. Get ready. If you are believing God for some yours, it's bad. Jesus' name. There's someone, the name is Pat. Pat, I am happy. Congratulations. Congratulations. The Lord has released his favor on you. Tonight, your documentation is set in the name of the Lord Jesus. Majilab, get ready. The Lord has favored you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Changing everything. Thank you. In obedience to us. Get ready for the deliver of God. God is about to show you great favor. He's about to open the heavens. You are a great personality. And the Lord will will concern in your life. Thank you. Nations will hear of you. In the name of Jesus. Very, very good person. You will sit down and dine with presidents and prominent people. You will be on international television. Will of God. I pray for total preservation, even of the Spirit of God, over your life. Anybody that will attempt your destiny negatively. May God strike that person with judgment in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. The hand of God's covering be upon you. Jesus, precious mighty. And leave your spirit till your work on earth is done. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
I pray for anybody that is sick right now. If there is somebody connected to you that is sick, may the hand of the Lord come upon that person. May the hand of God's healing come upon that person right now. Let your father be healed. Let your mother be healed. Let your uncle be healed. Let your auntie be healed. Let that sibling be healed. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Father, anybody that is sick, from the crown of their head to the soles of their let total healing take place in Jesus' precious might. Amen. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Fill this temple with your presence. Let it be a prayer from the depth of your heart. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Fill this temple with your presence. We wait on you. Lord, we wait on you. We wait. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Fill this temple with your presence. Let it be a prayer from the depth of your heart. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Please, God willing, this afternoon we are going to meet for lunch prayer fire. So make sure you join us. Let's fire prayer. The Lord will show us great mercy. In the name of Jesus. Jennifer Anderson, that this anointing make the Lord matter. Let Jay receive that financial Alright, by the special grace of God, we, we have received our badge. Yes, man. God bless you all. Support you. God bless you. God bless you. Send me gifts. The one you've helped has come to worship. God bless you. And deliver you all. The one you've helped. 
has come to worship you. Call him the lifter. All right. God bless you all. Give you pray. Mightily. So we are going to meet God willing this afternoon. This man is for the Holy Ghost. His whole man is His whole man is for Stand his anatomy and the Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle, amen. You are this King of glory, the Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle, amen. For thine is the be so prophesy let increase be so hallelujah how many of us remember that there was a young man here that one priesthood time when he joined by word of knowledge that a certain lady has gone to sleep with a certain guy she came back to sleep can you hear me, please? Listen. For thine is the kingdom. All right. Good. And I told him to do that direction. I gave him a direction to do. <laughs> In fact, he just sent me a message. That child, I told, I told that the child is not his. And if the lady is trying to misbehave, then whatever happens should happen. I just saw his message. He said, Papa, the lady has been bleeding right after we did the coconut direction. She's now in Confanochi. <laughs> You are higher than what we say. <laughs> hey! You are better than what we say. I don't know whether it is a testimony or it is. <laughs> you are bigger than what we say. Hey, somebody said uh, it's one. It's 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 one. It's one, please. <laughs> you are bigger than what we say. <laughs> wow. 
She's a witch, oh. Mm, she's a witch. Yeah, she told you she's dying of forgetting on one direction. I, you know, the, the witchcraft coving for no crab permano. You are bigger than what we say. say, say. You are Someone says she's dying because she said we should go away. I would dress a lady who hang camo beshine pa. Unya would dress a <laughs> Hallelujah. You are better than what we say. Someone say, Papa, let's let's heal her and kill her again. Hey, nasa mungu mungu mnyango srebi ya mungu kumiyazi ni penina. Hey. <laughs> oh, omnipotent Father of mercy and grace. Oh, Lord, 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 Enlightenment to because right now the way people become witches cry, you don't you cry. Mm -hmm. One night of sleep. Somebody will go and sleep tonight. Your your beloved. And I do not call Diana. I'm telling you, but you, you didn't see what happened. So when you woke up the next morning, you think this is still my beloved. Oh, Ella, Ella. E, e, e. Mm. Yeah, do be Ella in yourself there. Somebody has become a witch. I say, Ella. Hallelujah. You see, some of these things we need to pray because you see, I know a great prophet who nearly married a marine agent when Uda till his father in the Lord came in. For three years, a mighty prophet who his eyes are open to look into people's matters. The woman he was planning to marry was a marine agent he did not see. He went to visit his father in the Lord just one day and the whole thing was uncovered. That's why we need to be praying. God, open my eyes. Open my eyes. Because some of you, you are not yet married. But when we come to you in the night, your bed, you have four legs. You are not married, though. You have four legs. Who is perching you on that bed? Who? 
Huh? Are you a goat? Why should you have four legs? Oh, explain. Why do you have four legs? Explain. With diagrams. Not less than 500 words. Explain yourself. It's my prayer, Lord. I want to know you. I want hmm. to see Amen. Your face. I want to know you tell people sex before marriage is, is wrong. Don't And most of these people are believers. And they end up getting confused in their whole lives. People of God. We thank God for delivering our, our brother from the hands of that evil person. We return to you in worship and in awe of your goodness. You are the wisdom behind Hallelujah. in this house. It is by your power, O oh God, that we are able to run through it. God bless you Indeed, it's by and your keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Alright, so God willing, this afternoon we are all going to meet in for lunch prayer fire. God bless you and favor all of you in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. God bless you. Alright, so we shall meet. God bless you all in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.